0: all right couch guy sports podcast episode 217 over 200 episodes al my goodness crazy couchguysports.com of course itunes spotify stitcher google podcasts anywhere you can find your podcast you've been finding us for the last 216 episodes this is gonna be 217 god knows where that time went wow 217 that's just amazing to me um twitch youtube all the other you coach guy po- podcasts all the written content on couchguysports.com. Um a lot of more new content coming up with fantasy football season right around the corner. Thank God I missed it so much. Um, I'm addicted to fantasy football. Just throwing that out there. I think a lot of people are at this point. Um, it's addicting. It's easy. And it's coming. It's out. It's almost here. We are in training camp. Today was the first day of Patriots training camp. Some storylines. You are there, Al. Which
1: is I was fun. there. A lot of fun. There.
0: Yeah, you were there. You, Maddie B, and Liam, right? were there. Yep,
1: yep it was um, me, Matt Burnett, our social media manager, and Liam McDade, host of the Raptors podcast and network, which is our Celtics podcast and new Patriots podcast, which is coming out very stu- soon. Mm-hmm, so stay mm-hmm, tuned mm-hmm. for that.
0: Yep, rebranded Patriots podcast coming your way from Couch Guy, which is going to be great. Um, lots to talk about. We could we could go anywhere. We we have a lot of directions we can go. We could go. We could talk about your day at Patriots training camp and the lack of. Fans, Tom Brady effect, what? Um, we could talk about the Bruins and the moves they made and what that relation means to Tuukka Rask. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, we could talk about the Celtics and Bradley Beal. You could talk about the Red Sox and the trade deadline because they're in first place. The Yankees just traded for Joey Gallo. Jared, I can't keep up gone. with all of
1: these directions. Slow down. It's very keep overwhelming.
0: Up. Keep up. It's hard keep to. Keep up.
1: It's overwhelming.
0: The Bruins. Let's okay. start there. Me and Al, casual hockey fans. We know this. We've told you this. Um, They made a good couple moves today, Al. Uh, They sent four or five players, something like that today. Guys, I don't know who they are. I don't. I'm I'm not going to sit here and tell you who I I know who they are. All I know is it it vastly improves their bottom six. Uh, They're guys that are going to come in and work hard. Uh, They signed a defenseman who I was reading that is the hands down the best shot blocker from the league last year, which is great because the Bruins could not do that last year. So great, great addition, Don Sweeney, bravo. Um, the one guy that intrigues me and, make, and makes my casual hockey fan just want to talk about this is Linus Olmark. One, because this dude goalie guys, for those who you don't know, goalie, goaltender, um, signed to a four year deal worth $20 million, about five. If that, the, do the math people. It's about 5 million each year. Um, there's two ways you can go with this conversation. One, guys, don't, he was a Buffalo Saber last year. He had a winning record, winning record, with the Buffalo Sabers. Should say something. This dude's pretty good. 28 years old. Um, the Bruins did trade uh, Vladar today. Hit the, one of their one of their young goalies, um, which shows that it's going to be um, Allmark and Swayman. Swayman to start Jeremy the year. Swayman. Jeremy Swayman. Uh, two Rask. For those who don't pay attention. Had surgery, I think today, actually. Um, and he's out to at least January or February. So this dude is really going to be your starter, Allmark, And it's about, I saw like 60-40 is probably what they're going to end up doing percentage-wise. Omar gets the starts and Swimming gets the other 40. So almost the platoon, not really. But like um, uh, Omar's going to be the starter. One, great, great. Just, let's just keep picking players from the Buffalo Sabres. This is good. Zach Cesario, I'm sorry, but Taylor Hall was never going to say.
1: Jack Can we Eichel get Jack next? Eichel
0: next? Can we take Jack Eichel too? That'd be no, fun. We're not, we're not getting Jack Eichel. No, you signed Taylor Hall. You're not getting Jack Eichel. But hey, Correct. Taylor Hall first looked good. Now we're going to get a full season of him. Olmark coming in. Uh, the, the talking point I want to talk about this now is interesting. You, you invest in Olmark, 28 years old, four-year deal, $20 million, with a winning record on a bad team. Put him on a good team. we to get better. What does this mean for our good friend Tuka Rask? Had surgery today, like I said, not expected to come back till January or February. Al, does he come
1: back? Yes. This, this move, and I think I saw Don Sweeney said something about this today. With Omar coming in, this is telling us that the Bruins are going to be all in on Tuka Rask once he comes back, and they're saying to him, hey, we got it covered while you're gone. Take your time. Fully recover so that way when we make the playoffs again, you'll be ready for that playoff run. Come back at the end of the regular season. Get a few starts under your belt, and then do what you have to do to help bring this team to a Stanley Cup. Like, th- that's been the monkey on his back forever, right? I think we both can agree. That's yeah. been the thing that Tuka Rask has been chastised for, is not winning a Stanley Cup. So, after he has his surgery, let him rest, let him recover, let Allmark, let Swayman carry you, you make the playoffs, and then you get your one of the best goaltenders in team history back. I like those chances.
0: What, if, what do you do if Allmark's lighting it up? What do you do if this dude plays the way he was playing in Buffalo, only on a better team? Tuca's ready to go, but this dude is legitimately playing at the top of his game. What do you do? He,
1: he has to be like – he has to be basically, and to compare it to another sport, he has to be Mac Jones and absolutely light it up to replace Cam Newton. That's the same thing for Olmark here to replace Tuka Rask. You're not going to replace Tuka. You are going to take his place while he's gone, but then when he comes back, it's his team – we said it time in and time out again. This is Tuka Rask's team until he retires or until he, le- until he gets released or traded or whatever. If,
0: if Tukaras Rask comes back in your scenario, uh-huh. end of the season, it's, it's, it, it, he has to get you to the cup. He's going to be arrested Tuka Rask, Yes, coming off surgery, but rested. His team might... Look, the Bruins aren't going to be the best team record-wise this regular season if Tuka Rask isn't your goalie all season. Like it's just it's just not gonna happen but if you get into the playoffs without him and then he comes back healthy the big knock on Tuka was that he hasn't been able to sustain himself for an entire season and then make that playoff push the, the year they went to the cup and lost a couple years ago against the Blues stupid was because the reason why they did that was because um Halak gave you so many good minutes during the regular season that it kept Tuka rested so when come playoff time when he had to play every night he was fine so the more rested Tuca can be, the better. If he comes back, I'm still not convinced he's coming back. Um, you you don't invest in a goalie like this for four years if you don't if you think your your guy Tuca Rask is coming back. Like like that's the way I look at it. this is this is not insurance for Tuca as in take your time blah blah blah. It's it's insurance so that if he doesn't if he decides to stay away and not come back, they have their guy. That, that that's where my head goes with this. I think Omar has is a legitimate goalie in this league. He, again, he proved that he's a winning, he had a winning record in Buffalo and that team never won. Never won. They won when he was in that and he had no defense, no help. You bring him to Boston with a legitimate team. I think the Bruins could win a cup with this guy. If the right pieces are around. Him. Now I said the same thing about two and they haven't done that yet, but like, I, I legitimately think that this, this is a sign that Don Sweeney is a, in the back of his mind, he's going to say out loud, yeah, Tuka Rask, come back. Do whatever you want. We'll wait for you. In the back of Don Tweeney's mind, this is a, oh, shit. Tuka Rask might not come back.
1: You're just a Tukarask Rask hater. That, that's you what this all comes not down come to. Back. No, do, I'm not. You do not. You have been vocal on this podcast so many times about the fact that you do not like Tuka Rask. You know I'm getting you, too, because you had to take that breath and smirk because you know I got you trapped. You have said multiple times in this podcast, Any way to get Tuka Rask out of the net, you're going to do it. You wanted wanted Jeremy Swayman to start in net before Tuka Rask in this playoffs. You just want Tuka out, and he's one of the best goaltenders in team history. Jared, what are we even talking about here? You just want want the guy out. out. Because he hasn't won you jack shit. Yeah, but you have a better chance of winning with him in net than you do with one of these younger guys. And I know Omar's not a younger guy. I know he's a veteran, but... If you have the combination of Rask and the, and this other guy, then then you have something very, very good down the pipeline.
0: Allmark is the guy. Tuco Rask will not be back. I'm just going to say now, he's not coming back. He's going to retire. He's going to take his time away and realize, you know what? I left the bubble for a reason. My family came first. My family's going to come first now. I'm going to retire. I'm done. The boys can have Linus, and I'll move on. That's what's going to happen. He might not know, be thinking that now. Al, he might not be thinking about that now. He might be like, oh, let's get my surgery. I want to go with another cop. Let's make another run. But he's going to be sitting at home for X amount of time. The guys are going to do well without him. He's going to go, you know what? They don't need me. I'm going to stay at home. You know, and lot, like, I
1: respect that. I respect the fact <laughs> that he chooses family. A lot of Kauter Guy sports people say that you have some outlandish takes. And I def- I've defended you for so long. I'm starting to think they may have a point here. Okay, I'm sorry
0: if I think that Mac Jones should start over Cam Newton. That can't be that outlandish.
1: Yeah, it's not outlandish. Cam Newton outlandish, sucks, Al. It, it, we, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Let's finish up the Bruins conversation, then we can get into that. Clearly, the Bruins conversation
0: is done. Tugaras is retiring. That's it.
1: <laughs> he's not retiring. He's coming he, back, and he's going to lead one more playoff run. Moving on.
0: Moving on. The casual hockey talk, done. Um, I didn't really – wasn't going to talk about this, but we can talk about this real quick, real quick. Bradley Beal, Boston Celtics. I can't not talk about this because it's Celtics news. Um, Bradley Beal, obviously, no longer with the team in the Olympics because he tested positive, staying back, whatever it may be. Um, Bradley Beal also knows he needs to make a decision with his Wizards future coming up because he said that he should make a decision about requesting a trade before the NBA draft. NBA drafts when?
1: Tomorrow night. So as we're we're recording on July 28th, the draft is July 29th.
0: That's what I thought. So I haven't heard anything, but... Reports are that Bradley Beal, if requested a trade, his one of his preferred, if not his preferred destination, would be Boston Celtics to play with Jason Tatum, his best, best friend. friend, his best friend, literally best friend, Thunder buddies for life. Um, fuck you, Thunder! What a great movie! Great, um, great movie. Those listening, name that movie. Um, but what I love, Bradley Beal. In a Boston Celtics uniform. Absolutely. Freaking Just but don't trade Jalen Brown to do it.
1: There it is.
0: Just don't trade Jalen Brown
1: to do it. Okay, that's the correct take. Yes. Because if you trade Jalen Brown to get Bradley Beal, same thing. you know where you go, Jared? This is where you go with both the moves going. You just stay lateral. You don't go up. You don't go down. You just stay, you stay the same.
0: Yep. I think Bradley Beal is a better player than Jalen Brown, but not that, that much.
1: Yes, not but, by much.
0: If you're telling me that you can create a big three, quote unquote, with Bradley Beal, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum, now you have my interest. Okay? Listen. They need help regardless of who it's going to be. They, they're not, the, not going to win right now. Bradley Beal is a great fit if you don't trade Jalen Brown.
1: Send away Marcus Smart. Like that should be the very first piece that you should be willing to offer up. Marcus Smart, a couple of the younger players, two or three draft picks. Send it over. Get the deal done. But see, I don't do think it.
0: I don't think it needs to be that much either because he's going to be a free agent after. Like, if they all know, if they know that he doesn't want to be there, and he has not, it's an opt out right after next year, after this year. It's not technically the end of his contract. So, but if they know he's going to opt out, okay, they got to get something for him. It might not take that much. I mean, it's going to take something. It's going to take Marcus Smart. It's going to take like Peyton Peyton Pritchett or Neesmith. Smith. It's going to take some of the younger guys' picks. Whatever, do whatever you want. Don't care. Just do not trade Jalen Brown for him to get him to play with Tatum. I'd rather you, because apparently this all certain reports. They're still, they went back, Brad went back to Indiana and said, can we do this Miles Turner thing now? Because if you all remember, Brad seems was pissed that Danny Ainge didn't pull the trigger on Miles Turner in the first place. Well, now he's calling the shots, and he, he went right back to Indiana and said, can we do this, please? I'm back. I want to do this. Apparently, they're in talks. I would rather you trade for Miles Turner and then sign Bradley Beal next year than trade Bradley Beal for Jalen
1: Brown. You're saying they can't trade for both? Can't trade for Bradley Beale and Miles Turner?
0: Are, are you gonna have enough to get Miles Turner and Bradley Beal trading? You're gonna have no team left.
1: No, I don't think it's gonna cost that much to get Miles Turner.
0: Do you? I mean it's gonna cost I think Marcus Smart would have to be in that deal too.
1: Marcus Smart's no, I- your best trade piece.
0: Unless you'll try to wait Time Lord for Miles Turner, then maybe.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. I'm good with that. No,
0: I'm sorry. I- I I time. time Lord, Miles Turner. You have Al, you have Al Horford for the team, team meantime, and then you trade Marcus Smart, whoever the heck you want besides Jalen Brown, for Bradley Beal. That's a legit team. Then you great. have Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum. Then you have uh, Jalen Brown, Al Horford,
1: Miles Turner. Great, great. So then, who's so you're relying on Miles Turner to be your big man after Al, yeah. Al Horford's done? Yes, hundred percent. All right, that he's legit.
0: Good. I'm all in for that. Fine. I think he has more upside than time Lord does I love time Lord I'm not trading for time Lord for much but but I think Miles Turner can be the guy
1: all right fair
0: but enough. I would I would rather you trade for Miles Turner and sign Bradley Beal if you're if you really want Miles Turner like I don't want you to trade for both I think Miles,
1: Miles Turner is more attainable right now the Celtics and the Pacers have had this talk for a few years now like you said different guy calling the shots now Brad Stevens will want to get that deal done and honestly, wouldn't it surprise me if he snuck out with giving away maybe a young player or two and maybe a low level draft pick.
0: Maybe a second like rounder. I don't, I, if you can not trade Marcus Smart in a Miles Turner deal, you might be able to swing trading for both if Bradley Beal decides he wants out.
1: And I don't think you need to trade Smart to Indiana. I really don't. If you can
0: pull that off without giving up Smart, Smart needs to be in the Bradley Beal deal if you're going to trade for Bradley Beal. So, right. If you can swing off Miles Turner without having to give up Smart and then turn around and give basically everything else to, to DC if you want to trade for Bradley Beal, fine. Again, just do not trade with Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, stay together. If you want to bring Bradley Beal in to play with him, great. I'm all in. Let's do it. But I, you can't trade Jalen Brown for him. Can't do Fair it. enough. Can't do it. All right, that's my, that's my five-second Celtics rant. More like five minutes, but it's fine. Okay. Let's talk some Olympics. Simone Biles. Women's gymnastics. You all know who she is. She's the greatest gymnast of all freaking time. She flaunts it. She has an advertisement with literally a goat logo. Like literally, she knows she's the greatest. They talk about it all the time, which is really funny, by the way, because people talk about the goat in football, Tom Brady, and people are still hesitating on naming Tom Brady the goat. But then when it comes to Simone Biles, people think that she's hands down the goat, which I do. I agree with them. Why can't we just agree that Tom Brady's to go? Stop having this argument because you hate Tom Brady. Stop. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Anyway, sorry, had to get that off my chest. Small Biles. Um, they, the way G- U.S. gymnastics works, right? The way gymnastics works, you have you have qualifying runs and meets, and then you also have, then you have the finals. So she had qualified for obviously being the head of the team competition, um, and she had qualified for the all-around final to do all the individual. Um events and then the to, to get the individual gold and then she also qualified for just literally the individual finals as well which are next week um already about she literally we, it was the morning right early morning time if you didn't watch the prime time replay does her vault and didn't didn't look right she only did she missed like half a full rotation on the on the uh the move um and she came up limping it wasn't a physical injury, but she came out hesitating. She got in her mind, and then she basically went down to the side where her team was and started talking about how she just doesn't trust herself. She's hesitating, and, and then she walked off. She really took the U.S. coach, walked off, literally just walked off the floor. This doesn't happen now in gymnastics. They just walked off. They move on. They her in the uneven bars, which is next rotation. She comes back after her replacement had warmed up, so she couldn't even go back to the uneven bars if she, if she said she was good. They already did that. She comes back out with her backpack, gets her suit on, gets her warm-up suit, goes to her teammates and goes, I'm done. I'm not okay. I don't trust myself. If I come out here, I'm hurting you guys from getting a medal. That's essentially what she said from what you could lips. Um, she pulled herself from the team competition, got replaced. The U.S. ended up winning silver um, to, the, to the Russian Olympic Committee because they're still under ban, uh, the whole country of Russia. And then – Afterwards, basically, we we found out and Simone confirmed that it wasn't a physical thing. She's fighting mental issues in terms of like mental stability. She doesn't feel good about herself. She has, don't blame her, the weight of the world, the weight of the the U.S. on her shoulders, being the face of gymnastics, the face of that team, the only one on that team, by the way, who has been to an Olympics before. And she said, I can't do this. I'm out. I'm mentally not in a good spot. Al, what a brave freaking thing she did. Courageous. She has now pulled herself out of the all-around final as well. We're still not sure about the individual finals, like each event individually next week. My guess is, is it's probably not going to happen at this point, uh, which I'm fine with it. Like, this doesn't change my status about Simone Biles. Um, if anything, anyone that's bashing Simone Biles, we'll get to that in a second, um, is, is really doesn't get it. And it's just as stupid. Because gymnastics itself is a dangerous sport when you really think about what they're doing now. The twist and the turn and the spin and everything. Simone takes that to a whole other level. She has, two, she has two moves literally named after her in gymnastics because she's the only one that's ever done. She twists, she turns. If you're not mentally right in gymnastics, there's some serious injury that could happen, right? You snap a neck, you land on the rock. Your ankle, you do everything, right? You, you knows? And you saw that in the vault. She hesitated and she landed awkwardly. Um, and that was the best case scenario of what happened. She should have gotten all the praise in the world And most of twitter most of the sports world gave her the praise she deserved um if you're not mentally stable if you're not mentally right in any situation it's good on you to confirm that and say that out loud admit that you're not okay get the help you need work on it day by day and, and you'll be fine um small Biles man what a brave kid this girl is I, I don't remember how old she is she's she, four. Yeah. So she's older in the gymnastics world for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And gosh, she's not old. She's 24. The gymnastics world, like sixteens when you're in your prime. So um, she courageous to her Her teammates, obviously support her tremendously. They ended up doing the silver medal. Like I said, Um, anyone bashing her right now out just looks cowardly. Like, I don't know how you can bash what she did.
1: I don't know either because it's a situation where now mental health and just like the mental and emotional side of things are so important now because back in the day, People would think that if you said you were pulling out for this reason, they would call you soft and they would call you whatever, because that's just how it was back in the day. But now, again, society is focusing so much on mental health. They're focusing on self-advocacy, you know, helping yourself when you need it. Good for Simone Biles. This is the biggest stage in any Olympian's career. Like you're going to the Olympics to try to win a medal, and hopefully it's the gold medal. But obviously, if you're not in the right headspace, you're just your heart's not into it, your head's not into it, You don't want to put everybody else in a bad position, especially if it's a team sport. Individual sport, little different. Team sport, you want to make sure that you do the best by the team, and that's exactly what she did here. That's the definition of being a leader, so good on Simone Biles for coming out and saying, I'm just not right. I don't want to affect the rest of the team. I'm going to sit out and take care of my stuff while you take care of what you all need to take care of to get us a medal. Very commendable. There are a small
0: amount of people who are – Shitting on small miles for this, literally, like actually blaming her and t- calling her soft. Uh, Piers Morgan is the biggest culprit of all of this. Uh, he, for those of you who don't know him, he, he's an overseas guy, Daily Mail. Um, first of all, Daily Mail, you guys can go screw because they, on I think it was their Instagram story, uh, basically the headline at Daily Mail, Al, did you see it?
1: I might have, refreshed my memory.
0: The headline of Daily Mail literally said, I, and This isn't an exact quote, but basically it said, Simone Biles bails out of team event due to her lowest scores ever. It didn't say anything about her mental health. It didn't say anything about the fact that why she bailed out. It it said that she pulled out of that competition because of her scores. That was Daily Mail. Pierre's Morgan, who is a Daily Mail employee. This is the second new column. Sorry, Simone Biles, but there's nothing heroic or brave about quitting because you're not having on in quotes. You let down your teammates, your fans, and your country. No. She did not say one word about not having fun. She is mentally not okay. She is not happy. She is not comfortable being there and not confident enough. Uh, and apparently she's letting down the country now.
1: I think she did mention in her press conference, though, that she also wasn't having fun as a part of it.
0: As a part, but that's a part of, like, not feeling confident in why you want to put your team. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. And then the first tweet, Pierre, Pierre said, this was, like, right after it happened. This is what he said. Our – in quotes, mental health issues, now the go-to excuse for any poor performance in the elite, in elite sport. What a joke. Just admit you did badly, made mistakes, and will strive to do better next time. Kids need strong role models, not this nonsense.
1: What? Do you, yeah. What? I don't know. I can't even react to that. What?
0: Someone Biles is a role model? Okay, this is a guy that literally probably just watches gymnastics every four years and doesn't know – and like to me, most of us do, but like if you're not American, you probably don't follow Simone Miles, right? So like this girl literally won a lot of her world championships, gold battles with injuries. They were saying she won one one of her some of her worlds with like a punctured kidney and some other things. Like this girl fights, fights through fights through a lot. And I promise you, Al, if she was a hundred percent Simone Miles in this competition, they would have smoked Russia.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. It would have it wouldn't have even been close. They would have smoked Russia. But no,
0: no one's mad at her for that all of her teammates said they support her they did not she did not any, let anybody down Jason Tatum came out in support of Simone saying like if you're being quiet on this or I can't be quiet anymore like what she did was courageous well like Jason Tatum came out and said something Simone Biles you have the full support from Couch Guys Sports and the Couch Guys Sports podcast I know you're not probably listening to this but if you are you have our support it's bullshit everyone else calling you out for this and like what are we doing here people this girl, this girl is a hero. It takes massive cojones to admit when you're not right. An athlete in that spotlight, the goat of gymnastics, which she definitely is, going into the Olympics, being the captain of that team, in the face of that team, and everyone knows that if you do you, you're going to win all the gold medals there, saying, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. And then, mind you, I still standing there in his, her sweatsuit, cheering on, supporting her team, being a great teammate, getting chalked for them, everything you can't be mad at her for this.
1: No, she did everything right and she did what she had to do. Again, have to take care of yourself cuz no one else is going to take care of yourself for you. And she realized that. It may cost it may have cost her a chance to get a medal or something like that, but I'm sure she'll have one more Olympic run in her. I know 28 is considered very very old for the gymnastics world, but can't see why she couldn't give it one more shot.
0: If she wants to give it one more shot at 20, actually it'll, it'll be 27 too out cuz remember we're a year behind here. So True. um I think she'll make that team if she wants to. Yes. She's so good. Even if she's not the best gymnast on that team at that point at 27, which she probably will be. um, She'll make the team if she wants to hands down. Um, My guess is she'll take the time, figure it out day by day. And then, you know, probably keep doing gymnastics and figure it out. But if, if she stopped her career today, no one would blame her for it. She's been the face of this gymnastic world for so long. She was the face of that sexual assault scandal that went around U S gymnastics and all those women coming out and sit for uh-huh. those years. Like she's become the face of that too, because she's still within the program. So now she's become the face of that behind her and Allie Raisman. She's become the face of actual, the gymnastics team. This girl's got a lot going on as well as expecting to perform at the highest level. So no fault to her it's bs everyone calling her out um and we'll leave it there but it's just it has we had to be talk about it because it's absolutely insane um you know it's also insane now al. what's that
1: it's manscaped yes insane company tell me more
0: al summer's here if you didn't know it's almost gone it's really going away soon we're talking about football but have you been unveiling your beach body al have you I have. yes i have well you're in luck y'all, because our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, guys. The 4.0. Compliment your summer bod with the trim from the leaders and male grooming. The sun is shining and calling your name, fellas. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with code COUCHGUY2020. Guys, I promise if you haven't, been getting laid if you haven't been having a good hot guy summer. This is why. Couchguy20, manscaped.com. We talk about this all the time. I always bring up his story. Used to t- nick himself a time with scissors, nick quags, telling you, you you're able to be confident. Even as a married man, you're more confident. I promise you, from experience. Speaking from experience, if you use the trimmer, if you are if you are clean downstairs, I know I. Every time I grab that thing, go into the shower and shave because it's waterproof my confidence level shoots up whether it's to go to work that day or just to know to have a little fun later on that night you know your confidence shoots up though. and you know what it's time to bundle with the performance package 4.0 inside the package you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer weed whacker ear and nose ear trimmer crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver toner performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold your goodies yeah there's a crap ton of stuff in there. Uh, first off, the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is insane, and I dare say the goat. We did just talk about the goat. It's the goat of ball trimmers. Yeah, we said it. The fourth generation ball trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multi-function on/off switch, which can engage a travel lock, and Gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is also waterproof? I did. I know I did. In the shower, in the wild, guys, from your chest pubes all the way down to the brawl throw, the lawnmower 4.0 is the best trimmer for you. Want to take your grooming game even further to the next level, The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. No, not that outdoor one for grass. It's to chop your worst weeds up in your nose and ears. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered by a 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Al, that's a full circle, if you didn't know. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which includes and helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in all your delicate holes. And Al, we all know we like to prevent, prevent nicks and tugs in our delicate holes. And Al, you know how you can seal the deal? How? You listening? I am. You want to seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations. Yeah, it sounds great. Before heading outside, use the crop preserver ball deodorant to keep you on your game in the heat. Then, after trimming the lawn and whacking the weeds in the heat, give your beach balls a boost and use the crop provider. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts on their performance package 4.0, which includes the Manscaped boxers, the great, and the shed travel bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to a whole nother level. You listening there on YouTube or on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere else. Listen, right now, 20% off, free shipping with the code COUCHGUY20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping with the code COUCHGUY20 at manscaped.com. Guys, escape the shrubs and weeds the rest of the summer and into football season and shine with manscaped. COUCHGUY20, manscaped.com. Last topic. We'll talk about New England Patriots. Started camp today, Al. You were there. We talked about it. You were there. It was. Part one of this conversation. Okay. The fans. It was nice to see fans back. You were there. You were a fan. You were there. I was. It was nice to see fans there. Um, Matty, Mat- Matty B, we talked about him earlier, our social mm-hmm. media coordinator. He showed a picture earlier on when he was there. There was no line to get into the camp. No line. Just was there. Later on, I saw other media members, you know, twirling around, showing how there's no one on the hill, in the grass hill, where a lot of fans used to pile in. The fans were not completely packed, the stands anyway, at least at the beginning.
1: When was the last time that was like that, Al? Uh, The 90s, 2000 maybe? I'm going to guess
0: probably even when Drew Bledsoe was the quarterback, it was probably like that because they didn't win, right? Like they weren't winners. Does Tom, did Tom Brady have that much of an effect on the audience of training camp that there was no line to get into training camp today? I mean, mind you, a year away from nobody being there. Like, no. I don't want to make this up. Like, why was there nobody there?
1: Uh, a few reasons. First of all, it's the year after COVID because people are still going to be concerned about gathering in a big area, especially the people that are unvaccinated. I think that's a part of it. Second of all, the weather report said that it was going to rain and it actually did rain a few times. So people probably didn't want to come out there. Third of all, that picture that you looked at, that was also at 7 o'clock in the morning, Jared. So there used, 7 o'clock,
0: there used to be lines, though, at 7 o'clock in the morning to get into training camp. Yeah, but
1: it was also that it was automatically that the Patriots were going to be in the Super Bowl every year, so people wanted a piece of it. Yes, Tom Brady was a big part of it, but I don't think he's the 100% reason for it. I think he's a part of it. And combined with all the other reasons that I also just said. And plus, this year it's actually going to be a lot more fun because guess what? There's a quarterback battle going on. And it's going to be fun to watch. And it was just as fun to watch today, even though they weren't in pads and weren't like trying to kill each other.
0: Look, the weather report tomorrow looks like it's going to be mostly nice with some storms in the afternoon. So we'll see tomorrow. See what it looks like tomorrow with not a lot of rain in the forecast in the morning,
1: which is when they'll practice. Couch Guys Sports Um, will be in attendance again. Couch Guys. Are you going as a part of that? I I, I will not be there. Matthew Burnett will be there. And a few other Couch Guys Sports content people will be in there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Love it. It. I wasn't sure if you were going. I knew they were going. I wasn't sure if you were. Um, I, I had today off, so I figured I would go.
0: Uh, um, Al? Yes. You're a teacher. You have the whole summer off.
1: Well, I also work part-time in the summer, too.
0: You're a teacher? You, no, I'm just kidding. I do that. I just feel really <laughs> give a crap. Um, so, football season. It's here. We're talking it about it. Day, day one, we have a real quarterback competition in Patriots training camp for the first time since who the heck knows. No one thought last year was a competition. We all knew Cam was the guy. Jared Siddham wasn't going to beat him out. We knew that. This year, Belichick all but said it in his press conference. It's a clean slate. We're coming in. The best quarterback wins. The issue I have with Cam not – no, that's not the best way to word it. The issue I have here is that I know that Mac Jones will not have enough time to take over Cam Newton as quarterback one before week one. Two reasons for that. One, they're not in pads till next week. So there's not a lot of time there. And two, one less preseason game. This year, don't forget, extended season, one more fantasy football week for all you knuckleheads out there. But they, they took away a preseason game to do it, which all the players are happy about. I'm happy about it. Preseason sucks. But for the guys like this who need the time, you lose one game to prove yourself. So I think the biggest thing is it's a condensed schedule. There's less preseason stuff going on. I don't think Mac Jones has enough time to take over De- Cam Newton for week one of the Patriots season.
1: And that I agree with. But here's the thing, too. We've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Cam Newton deserves to have a second shot because everything went against him last year. And we're not going to name the reasons because everybody knows the reasons by now. Today in, in training camp, honestly, the numbers don't reflect it in the 11-on-11 11 11. But through most of the practice, Cam Newton actually looked really good throwing the football, and he actually had some good spirals on the ball. He looked pretty good, and he looked better than Mac Jones. Like, I know that's, that's heartbreaking for you to hear, Jared, but Cam Newton actually looked really, really good. And I was on the Mac Jones train with you. I was literally like, let's start him. You know, let's get him in here. But now as time's gone along, you kind of realize – put it this way. If you started Mac Jones in week one, And he tanks terribly. Then you bring in Cam. And then he tanks terribly. Then what are you left with? Then you're in big trouble. But but that could happen in reverse. What if Cam? But it's a safer move. But it's a safer move to start Cam because at least you have, you know, sort of like the upbringing, and you have like you have that card that you can play. Like, oh, I still have my first round draft pick. I don't start him right away, so that way he learns a little bit and he doesn't get thrown to the fire right away. The safe move is starting Cam. That's the safe move, and that's pr- probably the move that's going to end up happening.
0: It's going to happen because there's not, there's not enough time. I don't, I don't think there's enough time for Mac Jones to overtake him for Week One. But I do believe that he will be the starter at some point this year. I, I hope it's before. I hope it's before Week Four because I really want it to be Brady versus Mac Jones. I really do. I don't care about the pressure on the kid. I think he can handle it. I just don't want it to be Brady versus Cam Newton because you, oh God, that's no, a terrible, that wouldn't oh, be
1: fair. It wouldn't be fair. Oh. Yeah. So, so here, Jared, I'll give you one, I'll give you one stat that, that you will like to hear. Okay. This was from Phil Perry. And obviously, you know, Phil Perry, he's been a part of the show before. Good friend. Good friend of the program. The QB results for the 11 on 11 today. in the first day of training camp goes as follows. Not that we care about this guy, but Brian Hoyer, eight for 15. Cam Newton, eight for 15, two interceptions. Which, mind you, one of them was not his fault. James White bobbled it in the end zone. Ball popped up. Adrian Phillips intercepted it. James White had to take a lap before, before that interception. So that mm-hmm. one wasn't Cam's fault. Mac Jones, 9 for 17. Mac Jones was the most accurate passer and had some impressive throws into tight windows in the red zone. Cam Newton's first interception, like I just said, was picked off the hands of James White at the goal line. The second one was thrown well behind Hunter Henry. So there's your little tidbit, Jared, that will make you happy. But we've talked about this before. If Cam goes in there, does his job, the Patriots have three winnable games at the beginning of the season. Their home against Miami should be a win. At the Jets should be a win. Versus the Saints with Drew Brees retired and potentially no Michael Thomas because he was going to be out the first like month of the season yeah. potentially, that should be a win.
0: Not the same. Not the same Saints. That's for sure. Correct. Uh, not and the same to, Saints whatsoever.
1: You might. Have, I might even say the Dolphins are probably better than the Saints. This. They could be. This is what I – again, this is what I've said, and I'm going to s- stick with it. If Cam Newton is not at the very worst 2-2 two and two in those first four weeks, and if you're 3-1, and one, then you, you keep riding with him as long as you want. But if he is worse than 2, if he's one you're oh and 4 then I can make the case for, okay, maybe it's time to put the kid in and see what he can do. If you're
0: – the perfect scenario here, and you laid it out perfectly – Patriots are 3-0 the Bucs are 3-0 going into week four I think that's what we we all want as Patriots fans I think you want your best foot forward as a Patriots team going against Tom Brady who mind you by the way it's going to feel like a home game for Tom Brady coming back to Patriots back to Foxborough there's no question about that I I think I don't want any other way Tom Brady deserves to be loved and cherished when he comes back here week four I just don't know if I want to see Cam Newton to play against him it's just I don't know If I'm all I I want what's best for this team. If Cam Newton shows up and actually proves me wrong, fine. Because that means they're winning. And I I do not want a repeat of last year. Like I'm I'm done. One year and I can't do it. I don't know how people do it for years. I don't know how the Jaguars have done it. I don't know how any of these teams have done it. Because after one year, I'm like, what did I just watch? I need a competent team this year. And they have a lot, they brought they paid a crap ton of money. John Smith, Hunter Henry, Aguilar. Aguilar was the first one on the field today. Mac Jones was second. First quarterback, way ahead of Cam Newton. Uh, On the field today, prepping for practice, Um, John Smith was asked about Hunter Henry, and he said, yep, the Boston Tea Party coming back. Can't wait. Love it. The two tight ends. like These guys love it. John Smith loves Mac Jones, by the way. Just saying. All about it in the the press conference that I saw. Uh, Biggest thing for me is I I just want – what's best for this team for them to win um and i really hope that if this kid truly does beat out cam newton that he actually gets this shot to do it if he beats out cam newton i want him to be the starter week one like i don't want it to be a well he played better but this is cam newton and you're a rookie so no like i am hoping that because it sounds like mac jones is is impressing a lot of people internally since the spring and now he's got a lot more swagger than people expected He's, he, his balls just his decision making is quicker than people expected his ball's coming out of his hands fast he's got the he's the package he, he hands down is your future and I think he's proving that even the way he's handled himself the first day of camp so if that means that Cam Newton has to be the quarterback for six weeks and then they realize it's Mac Jones fine but Cam, Cam Newton is not the answer here by any means long term you can agree on that right yes absolutely not, not the answer. Um, one person, real quick, who also is not the answer is Jarrett Stidham. He, suppo- he was not there today, Al, if you didn't notice. I did notice. If you didn't notice. did notice. He now reportedly might need surgery out of nowhere, his shoulder. Bye We're not going to see Jarrett Stidham in a Patriots uniform again, right?
1: Nope. Bye-bye. Gone. There's no way. Th-
0: this right year, it. they're going to carry three quarterbacks. Cam Newton, Mac and Cheese. Mac Jones and Brian Hoyer just for Mac Jones purposes. Brian Hoyer will be on this team. Just don't, just wrap that head around your heads now, guys. He's going to make the team because he's going to be there for Mac Jones. They're not letting Cam Newton mentor Mac Jones. No. No, and if he, if he wants to teach him the cigar game, sure, because I want Mac Jones to smoke a fat hoagie when he wins his first Super Bowl. Like, let's do that. Fine but I do not want Mac Jones mentored by Cam Newton. And I don't think Belichick does either. Brian Hoyer is back for that specific reason. And if someone gets hurt, you have a guy at least who knows the offense as your backup. God forbid you get there. Pray to God you don't get there. But like worst case scenario, you have someone who knows the offense. That's why he's here. Brian Hoyer is here to be Mac Jones' mentor. After day one of camp, I've seen a lot that I like. Aguilar separating himself, right? Uh, Looking good. All the receivers look good, right? Kendrick Bourne. Agalor, even Gunner without their catching balls. Um, these guys, guys, Patriots' offense looks pretty good. And mind you, they weren't even that good today because the Patriots' defense looked that much better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hightower, Uche, Udon learning the systems. Like you, you have Van Noy back off the pup today. Um, guys, this Patriots' defense, and Gilmore's there. Gilmore showed up. He's there, which is a big deal. Um, so they're clearly working on something. So Gilmore's going to be here this year. Um, Patriots defense can be scary. If you can get some comparable, if you can get a comparable offense on of the Patriots and don't have to put everything on the defense, guys, I don't know why everyone's not saying the Patriots could take the Bills title away for the, AL East, I mean the AFC East again. It's
1: going like, to be a fun know. season. That's all I'm gonna like, say. It's going to be fun. Patriots
0: Bills will probably bring this thing to the end of the year. As long as you get, now this is all dependent on the quarterback position. <sighs> if you can get something out of the quarterback position with the talent you have, Guys, it's going to be a fun year. I'm telling you, it's going to be a blast. Um, Aaron Rodgers, side note, Aaron Rodgers showed up to Green Bay and just laid it all out there at a press conference. That was fantastic. We're not going to talk about it, but just, just go watch if you didn't see it. My God, that's all I've ever asked about a professional. He literally went up there and just trash-talked his entire organization. This is going to be a great year. I can't wait. They traded for Randall Cobb just to make him happy. He's gone. Come on now. It's going to be – they're going to go win the Super Bowl, and he's going to walk away. Can't wait. Guys, football's almost back. It's amazing. Goodness. Will Deshaun Watson be a Texan this time next week? No. No. Okay, good. We're in the same agreement. He shouldn't be anyway. Um, all right, we'll leave it there. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode 217. Two, in the books, Al, Jared here. Of course, couchguysports.com, Twitch, YouTube, all the stuff there, other podcasts, us, everywhere you can find podcasts. Um, Manscaped, ExoGun. ExoGun. Couch Guy 20, CGS 10 for ExoGun. I'm talk about them tonight in detail, but ExoGun, they're still a friendly
1: sponsor of the show. Want a great massage? Go to exogun.com, CGS 10, and check out 10% off. Boom. There you go. We talked about them. There we go. Guys,
0: actually actually is great. Al has one. It's phenomenal. I do. He's looking for it. He wants to get it. it. looks like a radar gun. Legitimately, I say it every time because it does. It, does. it looks like a radar gun. Uh, all right. We'll be back next week. We didn't even talk about the Red Sox. We were going to, but so many other things popped up. Um, Trade that's coming up. A lot of rumors flying. Red Sox traded. I mean, Yankees traded for Joe Gallo. Why? Um, either way. We'll be back next week. Talk to you then. Adios.
1: Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. Shit.